Welcome to That's What She Said, a podcast of sermons at Galileo Christian Church, Disciples of Christ. Galileo exists to seek and shelter spiritual refugees, who for us are people for whom the church has become boring, irrelevant, exclusive, or even painful, especially people who have been pushed out because of their gender or sexuality. If you yourself are a spiritual refugee, we're especially glad you're listening. Friends, my name is Katie, my pronouns are she, her, and I'm so glad to welcome you into this space tonight. So grateful for those of you who are welcoming us into your space tonight. We are well met here tonight, well past our usual bedtimes, at least those of us here in the central time zone. At this very hour, the young parents-to-be are out of the weather, having found a warm place to bed down for the night. Her contractions are coming faster now. I'm hopeful that the women of that Bethlehem neighborhood are making her as comfortable as they can, rubbing her back and humming the tunes of familiar prayers. She will be fine. Joseph will be fine. The baby will be fine. But they've got some hours to go before they get to fine. And so tonight, we stay awake with them for a little while, waiting and listening and ready to rejoice when the newborn grabs his first lung full of air from our atmosphere and squalls it out. It is miraculous every single time a new human appears in our global family. It is especially so when that new human, though he was in the form of God, did not count equality with God as something to be exploited, but emptied himself, taking the form of a slave, being born in human likeness. This is our savior. This is our salvation. This is God with us. This is God on the way here. Oh, come. Let us adore him. A reading from Luke 2. In those days, a decree went out from Emperor Augustus that all the world should be registered. This was the first registration and was taken while Quirinius was governor of Syria. All went to their own towns to be registered. Joseph also went from the town of Nazareth in Galilee to Judea, the, to the city of David called Bethlehem, because 
he was descended from the house and family of David. He went to be registered with Mary, to whom he was engaged, and who was expecting a child. While they were there, the time came for her to deliver her child, and she gave birth to her firstborn son and wrapped him in bands of cloth and laid him in a manger because there was no place for them in the inn. In that region, there were shepherds living in the fields, keeping watch over their flock by night. Then an angel of the Lord stood before them, and the glory of the Lord shone around them, and they were terrified. But the angel said to them, Do not be afraid, for see, I'm bringing you good news of great joy for all the people to you is born this day in the city of David a Savior, who is the Messiah, the Lord. This will be a sign to you. You will find a child wrapped in bands of cloth and lying in a manger. And suddenly there was with the angel a multitude of the heavenly host, praising God and saying, Glory to God in the highest heaven and on earth peace among those whom God favors. When the angels had left them and gone into heaven, the shepherds said to one another, Let us go now into Bethlehem and see this thing that has taken place, which the Lord has made known to us. So they went with haste and found Mary and Joseph and the child lying in the manger. When they saw this, they made known what had been told them about the child, and all who heard it were amazed at what the shepherds told them. But Mary treasured all these words and pondered them in her heart. The shepherds returned, glorifying and praising God for all they had heard and seen as it had been told them. Night shift workers. In a low-skill, minimum-wage job, likely illiterate, definitely poor, living in the fields, Luke says, spending their days and nights on duty, keeping watch over their flock. These were workers who could not get out of their shift to come to a Christmas Eve service, had there been one. Moreover, the shepherds to whom the angels sang came with exactly zero character references to recommend them to us. Don't you think Luke tried to find out what made them so special as to receive the angelic announcement? Were they especially virtuous shepherds, generous with their wages, gentle with the lambs, faithful in their prayers? Or... Is it possible that they were just ordinary laborers, working hard some days, hardly working other days, gruff and short-tempered due to chronic pain and perpetual exhaustion, their bodies and spirits suffering the ravages of relentless long shifts, weekends and vacations having not been invented yet? The only labor law being the one that says you work as hard as you have to to keep your little family fed and the emperor's taxes paid, not necessarily in that order. 
plus a little extra for paying Roman soldiers protection fees. Oh, it's not only possible, Luke says, it's the way God rolls. Scouring the plains of Judea, scanning the outskirts of the little town of Bethlehem, searching for someone who needs it the most. Tonight's announcement in song, the spectacular, spectacular, the full-throated aria of heavenly messengers who have had the singular job of rehearsing for this moment from before time began. Where, God thinks, will I be least expected? Where, God wonders, will I be most Welcome. Here, whispers the weary world, just here, in the vast mundane sorrow of these times, just here, where the hopes and fears of all these years climb and crest and crash like waves on an endless shore, where human forms bend low under crushing loads where dignity is scarce and suffering is abundant. Sing to us, whispers the weary world. Sing to us, and we will follow you anywhere. Yes, even on Christmas Eve. Even on Christmas Eve, when we celebrate the new beginning of newborn life and newborn creation, we collect ourselves around the table of our grown-up Lord. That Jesus ate and drank with friends and strangers and enemies is one of the most endearing and universal aspects of his humanity. He was hungry for food, always, and when he was grown for conversation and justice. Thirsty for milk and mother first, and later for wine and conviviality, the sharing of life together. When he asked us to remember him this way, hungry and thirsty, sharing a table, the way he shared himself, he said, ordinary food would be good enough for us. The same food that the shepherds living in the fields, keeping watch over their flock by night, would have had. This is how we meet God, he said. This is how we meet each other, he said. Satisfy your hunger and your thirst in remembrance of me. My life lived among you, with you, for you. And so we do. Let's pray. Thanks for listening to That's What She Said. This podcast is preached almost always by our lead evangelist, Reverend Dr. Katie Hayes. Galileo Church has five missional priorities. We do justice for LGBTQ plus people and those who love them. We do kindness to those in mental and emotional distress and celebrate neurodiversity. We do beauty for our God who is beautiful. We do real relationship, no bullshit, ever. And we do whatever it takes to share this good news with the world God still loves. 
To support the production of this podcast and the ongoing missional priorities of this church, go to GalileoChurch.org and click on Conspire With Us. You'll have options to use your Venmo or PayPal or use your credit card or bank account. Any amount helps. And if you're kind enough to share your contact information with us, we'll continually send you thanks. Peace.